Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I've got some news and views from a West Texans a biblical point of view. One you're going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's podcast. And for the second time in a week's period of time, I'm going to say it's a doozy. Oh, goodness gracious, you guys, put your boots on because it is getting deep, as we like to say here in Texas. Michelle in Alabama, thank you so much for shooting me that information um, from Larry and his wife, Sandy Raglan. If you want to go check them out, it's called The Big Picture. Uh, They are on YouTube, and let's get ready to rumble. They're on Rumble as well, folks. Go check them out. They got some uh, truth to what they're saying. And um, a lot of the stuff that's been going on at the WEF, while the rest of us are, you know, living our normal lives, trying to pay our electricity bills and our outrageously high gas bills and, you know, scraping by like normal folk do these days, Um, you know, while those are over there in uh, Davos, you know, living it up and, you know, laughing at all of us peasants as, you know, we all die. I could care less. That's their plan, though. That's their huge, major plan, depopulation. Of There's too many people. There's too many people. It's only us that matters. You guys don't matter. It's just us, us, you know. And you always wonder about that because, you know, they come up with all these concoctions, disease X, all the stuff that's going to come out and supposedly wipe us out, right? And because they don't, you know, they, they just want their elite families to survive. Do they have no fear of God? I always wonder about that. Do they have no fear of God? Do these evil people have no fear? Like, what makes them think they're not going to drop dead of a heart attack? You know, what, what, you know, I mean, I know they didn't take the clot shot, but I mean, why? What, what assurance do they have? You and I as Christians, we have assurance. We have assurance that we will live for eternity with our Lord Jesus Christ no matter what happens to us here on earth. This is just a physical body. You know, this is just, you know, flesh made of dirt. You know, dust we are, dust will return. So, I mean, but it's our spirit and our soul that will live on forever with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so your soul and your spirit has to go somewhere. It has to go, you really will be in eternity with the Lord Jesus, or you're going to be in hell forever and ever and ever is a very long time, okay? I don't know if I have to tell you that or not, but eternity is uh, a long time. It's forever. You know, there is no end. And so, I don't know about you, but I would much rather be with my God, my Savior, my Master, the Lord Jesus Christ, um, than I would rather be in hell, suffering forever. You know, the worst part about hell is you will never see God, you will be without, you will be without him, without his presence. And I know people on earth are like, it, especially these Satanists, oh, that's just great, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something. Even if you are not a Christian and you live on this earth, you still reap the rewards of the Lord Jesus Christ and our, and our Heavenly Father, um, God. You still reap those rewards, you know? So, um, you know, like the earth, like we're still spinning, you know, the sun comes up and goes down every day and the grass still grows and you got food to eat and, you know, so on and so forth. And, um, but one day, one day, those who reject Jesus will be locked away for eternity, eternity, gnashing of teeth is what the Bible says, tormented forever and ever. So those are just some things you might want to talk about, uh, think about today. Um, if you had not made that personal decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I suggest you do it right now before I finish this sentence. If you're on the fence line or whatever, I'm telling you, when the Lord Jesus raptures us out of here, uh, snatches us away, harpazos us out of here, rapturo, if you want to get Latin and Greek, you know, whatever, um, we're going to be gone in an instant, in the twinkling of an eye, we will be gone and if you don't have Jesus as your Savior, you're going to miss that flight. You're going to miss it. And that's not one flight you want to miss. Just, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because um, there's going to be hell on earth. 
It'll be hell on earth, and it's going to be like nothing ever before, and nothing will ever be like it again. So um, I suggest you make that decision. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can be on your couch eating Cheetos. You can be driving down the road. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care. You know, you can be in your kitchen eating breakfast. Who knows? Whatever. Okay. Um, you can sit in your cubicle at work. But listen to me and listen to me. I mean, I'm telling you, your eternal life depends on the decision that you make right now while you still have breath in your lungs. Okay. Um, Because if you wait until you're dead, you waited too long. Okay. And you're always like, oh, that's Satan's big point. You've got till tomorrow. You didn't live your life. You know, just just live your life. It's not our life anyway, but just live your life. You know, have fun. Sit up all you can, you know. And then when you're old and whatever, then you can make that decision to come to Christ. (laughs) Doesn't work that way. For some folks, they are blessed and are able to do that. But. I wouldn't suggest waiting that long. Uh, Jesus says today is the day of salvation. And I suggest you take um, advantage of that today. So um, I always want to tell people the gospel uh, on this program because that's the only reason. That's the main reason I do this. The only reason is to glorify God, to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ and to tell people the good news. Um, And then all these headlines and news and all this stuff just kind of plays into the fact that, hey, the Bible is true. Uh, these things are happening and they're happening uber fast and uh, you want to make that decision. Okay. So uh, Romans 10, 9, folks, Romans 10, 9, confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus Christ is who he says he is and you shall be saved. And so, um, folks, we're going to get into some headlines today. So we have AI deception on steroids. This is Terry James. You can find this at terryjamesprophecyline.com. Go show Terry some love. I love him. He's got great books, by the way. Um, Go check out his books as well. So check out his website. We're going to talk about this article today. He posted it, I believe it was the 22nd of January. Let me go back and see if it says on here. Yep, January the 22nd. And so, um, folks, anyway, I'm going to read uh, Romans 10, 9 through 10 for you guys. Just really quick. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Folks, right there. You don't have to go nowhere. You got to go to go to church. You don't have to go get baptized. You don't have to do any of that. You just have to confess. Okay, so that's one article we'll be uh, talking about um, today, you guys. And uh, another one is one I pulled up here. Um, this is technocracy.news. Hey, and they actually have my favorite on here, Dr. John Campbell, talking about disease eggs. Has his YouTube video up there. If you haven't, guys, please go check out Dr. John Campbell. He's in the UK. Um, I love him. I love him. I've been following him for as long as I found him back during COVID. Um, he's amazing. I really do like him. There's another guy that gets um, Dr. McBean. He's like an Indian doctor. He's kind of cool too. You know, I don't agree with everything he says, but he's super cool. Um, and he'll tell you the truth about what all this stuff means. Breaks it down for us layman people. Um, so anyway, he's posted this article from the 23rd of January. You can go to tachinocracy.news.com. And it's by Dr. Joseph Mercola uh, via Mercola.com. And so I'm sure you guys are all familiar with him. I hope you are if you're not. And I found this little nugget. This is going to put a smile on your face not president michelle or i'm sorry report michelle obama's secret plan to replace joe biden for president emerges this is from the gatewaypundit.com january the 23rd was posted uh that was this morning at 10 a.m it's by colin linebarger kylan line almost called him a linebacker but it's linebarger linebarger or barger 
Eh, forgive me. And then we're going to scroll on over to you. You know him. You love him. He is my favorite. It is LeoHoman.com. H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Leo, go show him some love. Elections will soon be a quaint relic of the past. I told you guys about that the last time. We've got another article out today. And I do believe I read this the other day. But um, just as an overview, I'm going to tell you guys really one more time. Digital kill switches. How tyrannical governments stifle political dissent. Of course, the article was by guest post and uh, John Whitehead. I'm just going to read a little sentence here for you real, get, real quick. And I quote, this is by Senator Rand Paul. No president from either party should have the sole power to shut down or take control of the Internet or any other of our communication channels during an emergency. Mm, we'll talk a little bit about that today. But if you haven't gone to show Leo some love, go show him some love. Anyway, but I read that article the other day, but I did want to do a little quick take on it just really quick to let you guys know what's going on. And they were talking about that at the WEF. The WEF is, uh, what was it, Raglan's call them the Weffers. I like that. It's a, lot, it's a whole lot easier to say Weffers than it is to say WEF. I always want to say like it's, you know, we tell you some of these guys with the WEF, do they not remind you of the WWE wrestling from like way back when, like they're always in the goober costumes and stuff? Uh, I digress. But anyway, so there's that, you guys. And so we will talk about those articles today, the good Lord willing. And uh, one other one, uh, this is um, from Hal Lindsey, uh, and it's the profound and rapid changes, a world in preparation for the tribulation. And this is from the harbingersdaily.com, and it is posted today, uh, or it's posted, I'm sorry, day before yesterday. Or I'm Yesterday, my goodness gracious, I don't know where I'm at today. Uh, January the 22nd of 2024. And so we see that we are in uh, the throes of that. Like Jesus said, labor pains upon a pregnant woman. And I'm sorry, guys, I got to take my, I got to take my little hoodie thing off here. Oh, boy. I tell you, it's a little warm. In Texas, you just never know what you're going to wake up to. You know, you get your sweater weather around uh, early morning and about this time it's like you know, your tank top weather and shorts and then about 5 36 o'clock you're back to your sweater weather so you know mittens and whatever else you can come up with yeah i'm just saying <laughs> welcome to texas ah what you hear about us is sometimes true <laughs> not all stereotypes are false that's actually a true one. Oh my goodness and yes when it snows we don't really have snow gear or anything like that we really do just throw on pajama pants on pajama pants and sweatpants and joggers and like four or five hoodies and like a little windbreaker or something and you know we just that's how we that's how we survive here you know, that says, and some gloves, you know, usually ranch working gloves, you know, them leather goat skin gloves. Those are the best, let me tell you. <laughs> mm. But that's how we make it, you guys. So, of course, over this past winter, we're only in January. I mean, I actually had to go buy some gear. I mean, we've been in the 20s. We were in the 20s for like nine days straight and like zero degree. We're in single temperature. Uh, and then, of course, with our wind here, the wind blows every day here in Amarillo. We're in uh, below zero temperature. And um, I didn't like that at all. I'm just, I'm just gonna tell you, I didn't. I didn't care for that very much as as a as a Amarilloan. Um, I don't handle cold weather very well, and I don't handle hot weather very well. Maybe I should. No, I'm never moving to California. Forget that. I never said that. Mm-mm-mm. Bite my tongue. So anyway, guys, if you have anything else going on on Newswise, shoot me an email. Um, it is Bible Prophecy for today at outlook.com bible prophecy the number four uh today at outlook.com and so i went ahead and just just didn't do away with the bible prophecy the one uh the dot com when i'm like eh you know i mean i'm not paying 76 dollars just to keep that email you know what i'm saying outlook works just great probably even better so anyway we're gonna move on um i do want to um talk a little bit about old trump 
and um you know i i, I guess i offended a couple people a few people uh on my last podcast that i did a few days ago um look i've never been a big huge trump fan i've never hidden that either i've said it on i mean i was saying it back when i had my youtube channel before they struck that one down now, I mean, is is it because um, I don't think he would do a good job? No, I think he would do a great job. I think he would do a fantastic job. But I think he's just got so much baggage with him that I think it's going to just drag him down, kind of like the last time. You know, he couldn't get a whole lot of stuff done because of all, you know, they're bringing up charges and it was just a big old like circus, you know. But as I was talking to a friend of mine last night, uh, I got some new, like, kind of like a revelation on that whole situation because, um, yeah, this time around, he's not going to have to worry about, you know, what he's, who he's going to offend or what he can't do or cannot do because he's never going to run again because you only run twice, right, in the U.S. You can only go twice for president. And so, you know, kind of with that perspective in mind, yeah, he may, I mean, he may come in and I really would just, you know, drain the swamp, you know. And I wonder why he didn't do that the last time. Like, how is Hillary Clinton still walking around free? How how is this woman still is she a woman? How is she still walking around free? The the computer in her basement, she said the China got our seat. I'm like, what is going on? But you know, the laws don't affect these people. Have you noticed how this all works? I know that that is no shock to you guys. You have noticed that as well. One other place you guys can grab news from is hope for our times um is thomas j hughes you know tom hughes pastor tom hughes he's got great web uh, news on his website as well one of them i'm grabbing from there actually comes from israelinationalnews.com it is report israel proposing release of all hostages for two months of respite this is israeli or israel national news from january the 22nd 2021 Four. So, two senior Israelis say they passed a proposal calling for a two-month truce in the fighting in exchange for the release of all hostages. So Israel has given Hamas a proposal through Qatari and Egyptian mediators that includes up to two months of a pause in the fighting as part of a multi-phase deal that would include the release of all remaining hostages held in Gaza. Exo-CEO's Barak Varavid reported on Monday, citing two Israeli officials. According to the proposal, the deal would include the release of all remaining hostages who are alive in the return of the bodies of the dead hostages in several phases. The first phase, we would see the release of women, men over the age of 60 years old, and hostages who are in critical medical condition, the officials told Ravid. The next phase would include the release of all female soldiers, men under the age of 60, uh, years old who are not soldier, soldiers, Israeli male soldiers, and the bodies of uh, hostages. The officials said Israel proposed um, the overall period of, of pause for the completion of the release of all hostages in the different phases could reach up to two months. Under the proposed deal, Israel and Hamas would agree in advance on how many Palestinian Arab prisoners would be released for each Israeli hostage in each category, and then separate negotiations on the names of these prisoners would take place, the official said. While the proposal doesn't include an agreement to end the war, it is the longest period of ceasefire that Israel has offered Hamas since the start of the war. So Israeli officials said they are waiting for a response from Hamas, but stressed they are cautiously optimistic about the ability to make progress in the coming days. The officials admitted that if the deal is implemented, IDF operations in Gaza would be significantly smaller in scope and intensity after the two-month pause in fighting. And so there's a little bit of that to look forward to, you guys. 
Um, but I still think Israel will go in and take out Hamas. I hope they do. I mean, every last one of them. Because if they don't, they're always going to come back. So let's check out how Lindsay's report, shall we? Harbingersdaily.com. Uh, January the 22nd, profound and rapid changes in a world in preparation for the tribulation by Hal Lindsey. Throughout pregnancy, a woman's body makes dramatic changes, but near the end, the release of an array of hormones puts those changes into hyperdrive. The changes come faster when with ever more profound results as her body prepares to deliver a child into the world. It is no accident that Jesus compared the state of the world in the last days to a woman at the last stages of pregnancy. In both instances, astounding changes take place at an ever quickening pace. And folks, we see that happening right now as we look around the world. Oh, my goodness. So he goes on to say, knowing that it's all part of God's plan does not lessen the pain of childbirth, but it gives the woman context. It tells her there is an end in sight, something glorious and beautiful. By the time the labor pain begins, the woman is already fatigued from sleepless nights. Her back aches from carrying this large extra burden in her body. She may suffer heartburn, shortness of breath, any, or any other uh, number of other discomforts as a result of the pregnancy. The knowledge that childbirth sometimes ends in tragedy adds to the stress. A first-time mom has heard stories about labor pains and actual birth, but she can only guess what it would feel like for her. Jesus likened the events of the tribulation, also known as Daniel's 70th week, to labor. This fits with 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 3, which says, For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman. Uh, peace and safety, quote, will be the promise of Antichrist. And unlike the promises of most world leaders, people will believe him. According to Daniel 9, the tribulation period begins with Antichrist confirming a peace covenant with Israel. We're not there. In fact, if you're born again in Christ, you will be raptured before that event takes place. But what about the time before the tribulation? What about the changes that take place before actual labor pains? I believe that's where we are right now. Heartburn, sleeplessness, and rapid changes are all happening at this time or at this moment, he says. Today's Christians won't be here for the worst of it, and we're seeing a world in preparation for tribulation, but uh, much like a body preparing for labor. So what do we do? We do what Jesus said to do in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. We look up. We lift our heads. Why? Because redemption draws near. Christians have already been redeemed personally, but God's going to redeem his creation. He's going to radically remake the world. And while we know that earth pregnancies sometimes end in tragedy, this one will not. God has promised, Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. With our future assured, some take the attitude that it's time to kick back and relax. But just the opposite is true. Mark 16, 15, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Those words are for all Christians of all time. They are for us. He did not say to retreat when things get bad. He said, keep on preaching the gospel all the way to the end. The astounding changes in our world make for troubling times. But we know the context. There's a new world coming. In the meantime, he has called us to be fishers of men. Our fishing hook is shaped like a life preserver. The fishing line we use is a rescue rope. And in troubled waters, there is much to do because the shipwrecks are many. And as the old hymn says, throw out the lifeline. So, 
folks. I agree with O'Hal Lindsay. We need to be telling people the gospel even more so now, even more so. So let's move on to AI deception on steroids. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be crazy, you guys. So, AI deception on steroids. This is by uh, Terry James, of course, prophecyline.com. So, um, he posted it today, I do believe. Or no, it was the 22nd. It was the 22nd. I'm sorry. So, Jesus Christ himself gave the first, the very first sign to look for in answer to his immediately present disciples question. What shall the sign of your coming in the end of the age the Lord answered, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Matthew 24, 4a. Jesus continued to apply the deception that would mark his return in the end of the age to that involving the deceivers claiming to be Christ himself. That has proven to be the case. There have been within every generation those who claim to be the Christ. However, the matter of this end times prof, uh, deception goes much, much deeper. And there is great evidence that the greatly increased deception Jesus warned of is full blown in every facet of the world today. As a matter of fact, there is deception within deception taking place, which I hope to show as we proceed, he says. That strange intramural conflict amongst end time deceivers is I'm convicted, perhaps, or he goes, I'm convicted, perhaps God's having the evilest um, among us in derision as given in Psalm 2. Perhaps it is a restraining hand of God, the Holy Spirit, slowing the Ephesians 6, 12 cabal of demonic and human minions in their drive to establish Antichrist regime before its appointed time. He says, I wrote of this rage by the global cabal to bring in their new world order in the introduction to um, our book of compilation deceivers. Folks, if you don't have that book, you need to get it. I have it. It's called Exposing Evil Seducers and Their Last Days Deception. I quote, uh, this is from his book, Satan, the great deceiver, continues to mesmerize much of the American populace. The reprobate mind of Romans chapter 1 is now the norm more than the apparition. Satan rage against, uh, satanic rage against anyone who opposes his global agenda to bring into, or to bring all into a new world order is front and center each and every hour and news headlines. His deceivers, his minions, both human and demonic are busy building upon his deadly blueprint to bring about uh, destruction of America and the world. The Apostle Paul's forewarning of the coming end times deception and delusion and that appear to be just ahead are ringing like alarm bells in uh, spiritually attuned ears. I'm going to increase this font just a little bit. So, for the mystery of iniquity doth work already, or doth already work. Only he who now letteth will until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness and righteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved that is second thessalonians chapter 2 verses 7 through 11 in the kjv uh, these wicked antagonist rival forces are that are spawned by the same source satan are fighting over of all things deception he goes here's information to that effect was by the wef and i quote because of AI deception, the World Economic Forum has now declared disinformation to be the world's greatest threat, according to their 2024 Global Risk Report, which will obviously require more control over free speech. 
the WEF founder and chairman Klaus Schwab. As Jonathan Turley writes in a Friday note, quote, the report shows just how ingrained this anti-free speech movement has become among the world elite from media to business to politics. The absurd finding is uh, consistent with the warning of other international figures and groups. We previously discussed how WHO Director General Tudor's uh, Adhanom Ghebreyesus has a supported censorship to combat what he calls the infodemic, unquote. Yet we now gone now we've now gone beyond the simple disinformation. The world is now under threat from AI powered disinformation. According to the Financial Times, disinformation created via artificial intelligence is on the horizon. The outlet points to an incident during the September elections in Slovakia in which a mysterious recording of the liberal opposition candidate Michael Semeca um, could be heard plotting with a journalist to buy votes and rig the result. Yet the recording was fake. The Slovakian police warned voters to be cautious online of nefarious actors with, quote, vested um, interest, unquote. Semeca lost the election to a populist pro-Russia rival, which, of course, the FT uses to imply Russia was behind the recording and the, uh, the threat to democracy is greater than ever before. Online disinformation has been a factor in elections for many years, but recent rapid advances in AI technology mean that it is cheaper and easier than ever to manipulate media. Thanks to a brisk new market of powerful tools such as OpenAI's ChatGPT, AI Startup, MidJourney, or other text, audio, and video generators, at the same time, manipulated or synthetic media is becoming increasingly hard to spot. This comes from disinformation doomsday scenario. AI-powered propaganda is the latest threat to humanity that must be censored. Zero heads from Tyler Durden, posted on the 12th of January. So what this all means and is hard to follow is that Klaus Schwab and the WEF and other would-be New World Order builders can't control the manipulation of elections and other things that go against their drive to bring in complete control under their auspices. AI, artificial intelligence, which they no doubt have been greatly influential in creating, has gotten out of their control. AI is being used by operatives not under the globalist control to use the uh, technology to to create phony conversations that sound exactly like candidates, i.e., um, etc., like a deception is being created by AI to make the new world order builders candidate look evil in the eyes of voters, etc. This group of deceivers is using AI to do the same thing to the WEF types that the WEF types intended to do to them put deception information into the eyes and ears of voters and other constituent entities. AI is intended, or I'm sorry, AI is indeed deception on steroids. When the Church of Jesus Christ is called from planet earth and god's restraining hand the holy spirit withdraws the same degree of constraint to the wicked minions ai will no doubt be allowed to come under antichrist satanic authority for a period of time you don't want to be here during that time how here's how to instead be with the with the god who loves you and gave his only begotten son as a sacrifice so that you can be saved and be with him throughout eternity folks that is romans 10 9 through 10 that if thou confess that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart a man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So, folks, if you have not made that decision, you better do it now. You better do it now. And so here's an article that just came out, literally just came out. Amazon Prime rolls out cartoon sympathetic to Lucifer. 
It's coming from Amazon. You know what that means. Mm. One other thing I want to talk to you guys about is the WEF, the WHO says, here comes disease X. This is it, folks, is what I wanted to talk to you guys about. The big and the big, the shoe drop, mic drop. Here we go. So um, they've been talking about it for a while. But if you guys know anything about that treaty that old Biden put us into, May is the beginning when that goes into effect. Mm. So this is by Joseph Mercola via Mercola.com, posted today, the 23rd of January. So, of course, Mercola writes, quote, It's quite clear that biosecurity is the chosen means by which the globalist cabal intends to seize power over the world. I concur disease X is being spun as an unknown disease, but the WEFWHO or the WEFWO is sure the WEFHO, the WEFHO, there we go, is sure it will be 22 times worse than COVID-19. They do not know or they do not know what they do not know, but they can say with certainty it will kill you faster. Or they do know what they do know and are keeping it from you. So either way, this is how it lines up. Biosecurity equals vaccine passport equals digital ID equals social credit score equals carbon footprint tracker equals bank records, programmable disk, central bank and digital currency or the PCBDC. Now, does this biosecurity industrial complex care care one whit about the millions of people who could be killed by their actions? Nope. Would they uh, risk a mass extinction event? Yes. And that's from the TN editor, which is um, Woods, Mr. Woods. So, Patrick Woods. So, let's check out the source. The story at a glance is the WHO's pandemic treaty is the gateway to a global top-down totalitarian regime, a one-world government. The reason we can be sure there will be additional pandemics, whether manufactured using either fear and hype alone or an actual bioweapon created for this very purpose, is because the takeover plan, a.k.a. the Great Reset, is based on the premise that we need global biosecurity surveillance and centralized response. Mm-hmm. A new contagion will likely be born in uh, 2025 and the media are already preparing uh, is us for it so January 15th through the 19th of uh, this year just recently the global leaders met at the World Economic Forum the WEF Davos Summit where the key topic of discussion was preparing for disease X a hypothetical new pandemic predicted to kill 20 times more than COVID-19 in August 2023 a new vaccine research facility was set up in Wiltshire England to begin work on a vaccine Vaccine against the unknown disease X. The U.S. Congress introduced the Disease X Act of 2023, H.R. 3832, in June 2023. The bill calls for the establishment of a BARDA group to uh, develop medical countermeasures for viral threats with pandemic potential. The bill was referred to the Subcommittee on Health in early June 2023, but has not yet been passed. The COVID-19 pandemic allowed for an unprecedented shift in power and wealth attributed or distributed, I'm sorry, the COVID-19 pandemic allowed for an unprecedented shift in power and wealth distribution across the world. And as predicted, it was not to be a one-off event. A new contagion will likely be born in 2025 and uh, media are already preparing us for it. January the 15th through the 19th, the 24 global leaders met at the World Economic Forum Davos Summit where the key topic of discussion was the preparing for disease X. A hypothetical new pandemic predicted uh, to emerge in 2025 and kill 20 times more people than COVID-19. As we Reported by the Mirror, it says, and I quote: "The World Economic, I'm sorry, the World Health Organization um, has prepared, has warned of a 
potential disease X since 2017, a term indicating an unknown pathogen that could cause a serious international pandemic. Public speakers at the Preparing for X uh, event next Wednesday, January the 17th, 2024, includes Tedros uh, Gebrises, General or Director General of the WHO, Brazilian Minister of Health uh, Nacia Trindel Lima, and Michael DeMary, uh, Chairman of the Board of AstraZeneca. In their first post-pandemic meeting held in November 2022, the WHO brought over 300 scientists to consider which of over 25 virus families and bacteria could potentially create another pandemic. The list the team came up with included the Ebola virus, the Marburg virus disease, COVID-19, SARS, in the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, Coronavirus, MERS, uh, MERS-CoV-2. Others included Lassa fever and Nipah and Henna papharyl viruses, Zift Valley fever and Zika, as well as the unknown pathogen that would cause disease X. So I'm saying I've interviewed Meryl Nass about how the WHO is trying to take over aspects of everyone's lives. She just published an important piece over the weekend. Why is Davos so interested in disease? about how the WEF and the WHO have become partners to terrify the world. Alex Baden, Mayor's um, political director for the Organic Consumers Association, did some digging into the participants of the WEF event, and the two things they all have in common are, number one, dumping the AstraZeneca COVID shot on the developing world, primarily India and Brazil, after rich countries rejected it due to its admitted blood clotting risk, and number two, pushing for the implementation of medical AI systems that will eliminate doctors along with patient choice and privacy. Practice runs or responsible planning on, I was saying, a January 11, 2024 tweet. Fox News analyst and former assistant secretary for public affairs for the U.S. Treasury Department, Monica Crowley, wrote this, uh, quote, from the same people who brought you COVID-19, now comes disease X. Next week in Davos, the unelected globalists at the World Economic Forum will hold a panel on a future pandemic 20 times dailier than COVID. Just in time for the election, a new contagion to allow them to implement a new WHO treaty lockdown again, restrict free speech, and destroy more freedoms sound far-fetched. So did what happened in 2020. When your enemies tell you what they're planning and what they're planning for, believe them and get ready, unquote. And you guys, I'm just going to throw this back out there if you weren't aware that old Biden had signed us into that new treaty with the WHO. So now the WHO pretty much starting in May has control over all of these, whatever they want to consider a pandemic. It could be anything. Oh, it's a pandemic, but mask, lockdowns, you can't go anywhere. Mm, folks, anyway want to kick that in there so back to the article he goes on to say dr stuart ray vice president of medicine for data integrity and analytics at john hopkins department of medicine dismissed such warnings telling fortune magazine that quote coordination of public health response is not conspiracy it's simply reasonable planning unquote goes on to say i'd be willing to believe him if it wasn't for a now obvious trend whatever the globalist claim will happen actually does happen at a remarkable frequency in their prognostic capabilities becomes uh 
become easier to explain when you consider that most lethal pandemics have been caused by man-made viruses, the products of -of gain-of-function research. It's pretty easy to predict a new viral outbreak if you have said virus waiting in the wings. So with that in mind, recent research from China certainly raises concern, uh, to say the least, according to a January 3rd, 2024 preprint, a SARS-CoV-2 related pangolin uh, coronavirus described as a cell culture adapted mutant called GXP2V um, that was first cultured in 2017 was found to kill 100% of the humanized mice, ACE2 transgenic mice infected with it. You know, you remember that, right, guys? Those ACE2 receptors? Hmm. 100%. If you guys haven't listened to John Campbell, like, you know, I always tell you guys to go check him out on um, YouTube. He's the one that found this first. And I watched that and I was like, oh my gosh. I think I talked about it a couple, well, about last week, I think. Anyway, it goes on to say, the primary cause of death was brain inflammation. According to the authors, this is the first report shows showing that SARS-CoV-2-related pangolin coronavirus can cause 100% mortality in HAC2 mice, suggesting a risk for GXP2V to spill over into humans. That is some wicked, nasty, terrifying stuff right there. Can you imagine not only the disease that's going to kill you like that by brain inflammation, by you know, turning your brain to mush, you know, like mad cow is what they're referring it to, but that they're doing this to mice, that they're giving mice human cells like, ooh, it's like Frankenstein, guys, Frankenstein. It's like, you know, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it day be when the Lord comes back. Well, we're seeing it. So, however, if this virus mutated as a result of passaging through cell cultures, then it's not likely to emerge in the wild. It's another unnatural lab creation. So, rather than saying it may spill over from pangolins to humans, it would be more accurate to admit that it may pose a rather serious risk to humans were a lab escape to occur. COVID dress rehearsal. So in 2017, John Hopkins Center of Health Security held a coronavirus pandemic simulation called the SPARS pandemic 2025-2028 scenario. Importantly, the exercise stress communication dilemmas concerning medical countermeasures that could plausibly emerge in a pandemic scenario. Mm, Scenario air quotes. So then in October 29, less than three months before the COVID-19 outbreak, you guys remember this. It's called Event 201. The Bill and Melinda Kilgates Foundation, in collaboration with John Hopkins in the World Economic Forum, hosted Event 201. The name itself suggests it may have been a continuation of the sparse pandemic exercise. College courses are numbered based on their prerequisites. A 101 course does not require any prior knowledge, whereas 201 courses require a prior familiarity with the topic at hand hmm hmm so as in the sparse pandemic scenario event 201 involved an outbreak of a highly infectious coronavirus and the primary if not sole focus of the exercise was again how to control information and keep misinformation in check not how to effectively discover and share remedies because you know they shut those people down you ever make horse paste people hmm so social media censorship played a prominent role in the event 201 planned into the real world events of 2020 throughout the present accurate information about vaccine development uh, production and injury has indeed been effectively suppressed around the world. Thanks to social media companies and Google censoring of opposing viewpoints. 
In March 2021, an outbreak of an unusual strain of monkeypox virus was simulated. In late July the following year, the WHO Director General declared that a multi-country outbreak of monkeypox constituted a public health emergency of international concern against his own advisory group. Remember, guys, I got posted. It was actually on my YouTube channel. Uh, No, it's it's on my Rumble channel. I actually did that. I did a whole thing on that monkey pox. I went back and I found the article and what they said the exact day, like their graph and folks, it matched up almost identical to what they said back in like 2017 or like whatever. So they have all this planned. All of it is planned. But anyway, moving right along. Catastrophic contagion exercise. Considering both of these simulations, SPARS, Event 101, question mark, and Event 201, foreshadow what eventually occurred in real life uh, during COVID when Gates hosts yet another pandemic exercise, it's worth paying attention to the details. October 23, 2022, Gates, Hopkins, and the WHO co-hosted, quote, a global challenge exercise, quote, dubbed catastrophic contagion involving a fictional pathogen called severe epidemic enterovirus respiratory syndrome 2025 or in other words sears 25 is what they're going to call it enterovirus d68 is typically associated with cold and flu-like illnesses in infants children and teens sounds like sounds like rsv in rare cases, it's also been known to cause viral meningitis in acute flaccid myelitis, a neurological condition resulting in muscle weakness and loss of reflexes in one or more extremities. Enteroviruses A7, 1, and A6 are known to cause hand, foot, and mouth disease, while poliovirus, the prototypical enterovirus, causes polio, poliomyelitis, a potentially life-threatening type of paralysis that primarily affects children under the age of five. So the virus they molded in this simulation appears to be something similar to the enterovirus D68, but worse. I can tell you something. My dad had polio as a child, um, and he had a limp his whole life because of that. But praise the Lord, he survived way back when. But anyway, Moving right along. So vaccine drug trials begin for deadly NIPA virus. I'm sure NIPA. Maybe it's NIPA virus. One known virus that bears some resemblance to the fictional Sears 2.5 is the NIPA virus. The virus has a kill rate of about 75% and survivors oftentimes face long-term neurological issues stemming from the infection. NIPA is also said to affect children to a greater degree than adults. Incidentally, human trials for a vaccine against the deadly Nipah virus were recently launched. Volunteers received their first shots in early 2024, which is just recently. The experimental injection uses the same viral vector technology used to produce AstraZeneca's COVID shot. Who in their right mind believes these people enough to take this shot? I'm sorry, I just can't help myself. Anyway, (sighs) The trial is reportedly being carried out by the University of Oxford in an undisclosed area where NIPA is actively affecting victims. India seems to be indicated as an outbreak in Kerala. Uh, in, in Kerala, killed two people and hospitalized three in September of 2023. 
The disease is thought to spread via interaction with infected animals, such as goats, pigs, cats, and horses. It may also spread via tainted blood products and food. Symptoms can emerge anywhere from a few days after exposure to as long as 45 days. Whoa. Can you imagine that's a lockdown for 40 and 45 days, folks? It's okay. We're going to, we're going to, you know, slow the curve. Lord help us. Initial symptoms include fever, headache, and respiratory illness, which can rapidly progress to encephalitis, brain swelling, seizures, and coma within just a couple of days. Whoa. According to the WHO, pigs are known to be highly contagious during the incubation period, and it's possible that humans may be as well, although that is yet to be confirmed. Training African leaders to go along with the narrative. Tellingly, the catastrophic contagion exercise focused on getting leadership in African countries involved and trained and following the script. African nations went off script more often than others during the COVID pandemic and didn't follow in the footsteps of developed nations when it came to pushing the jabs. So, as a result, vaccine makers now face the problem of having a huge control group as the COVID jab uptake uh, on the African continent was only 6%, yet it fared far better than developed nations in terms of COVID-19 infections and related deaths. The catastrophic contagion exercise predicts Sears 25 will kill 20 million people worldwide, including 15 million children. And many who survived the infection will be left with paralysis and or brain damage. In other words, the, quote, cue, unquote, given is that the next pandemic may target children rather than the elderly, as was the case with COVID-19. So vaccine against unknown X pathogen is already in the works. And you can watch that at Concerned Citizen. And it has this little thing right here. You can go watch it from the BBC. Um, that's okay. If you guys want to check it out, you can go to technocracy.news and check that out. So in August of 2023, a new vaccine research facility was set up in Wiltshire, England, fully staffed with more than 200 scientists to begin work on a vaccine against the unknown disease X, as reported by Metro 21. My, my thing is, how do you go to work? How do you go to work on um, creating a vaccine against something you don't know what's going to happen? You don't know what it's going to be unless... You know what it's going to be. Then, then you can start. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Anyway, so, quote, this is from the Metro, and I quote, it took 362 days to develop the COVID-19 vaccine, but the Vaccine Development and Evaluation Center team wants to produ- wants to reduce that time to 100 days. Scientists at the facility will develop a range of prototype vaccines and tests. The new lab is a part of a global effort to respond to global health threats. The UK and other G7 countries um, signed up to the 100 days mission in 2021. The government has invested $65 million into the lab. That's pounds, I guess. Professor Damie Jenny Harris, the head of the UK Health Security Agency, said the new facility would ensure quote ensure that we prepare so that if we have a new disease x a new pathogen we have as much of that work in advance as possible unquote so in the u.s congress also introduced the disease x act of 2023 or hr 3832 back in june of 23 but the bill calls for the establishment of a bardas program to develop quote medical countermeasures for viral threats with pandemic potential of course, their bill was referred to the Subcommittee on Health in early June of 23, but it hasn't been passed. Thank God. The Disease X Act amends a section of the Public Health Service Act with two 
new clauses that call for, quote, the identification and development of platform manufacturing technologies needed for advanced development and manufacturing of medical countermeasures for viral families, which would which have significant potential to cause a pandemic and advanced research and development of flexible medical countermeasures against priority respiratory um, virus families and other respiratory viral pathogens with a significant potential to cause a pandemic with both pathogen-specific and pathogen-agnostic approaches. Needless to say, says... Dr. McCullough says, since it's impossible to customize vaccines using the conventional method of growing viruses in eggs or some other cell media in 100 days, it seems inevitable that all these efforts are about the expansion of gene-based technologies. This, despite the fact that the mRNA technology used for the COVID jabs has proven to be disastrous from a safety standpoint and ineffective to boot. They don't care about that. They just care about killing people. Killing more people. And so I'm just going to skip on down here. So why manufacture pandemics will continue? Of course, at this point, it's quite clear the biosecurity is the chosen means by which the globalist cabal intend to seize power over the world. The WHO is working on securing sole power over pandemic response globally through its International Pandemic Treaty, which, if implemented, will eradicate the sovereignty of all member nations. And it was, and it begins in May. The WHO's pandemic treaty is a gateway to a global top-down totalitarian regime, a one-world government. Ultimately, the WHO intends to dictate all health care. But to secure that power, they will need more pandemics. COVID-19 alone was not enough to get everyone on board with a centralized pandemic response unit. And they probably knew that from the start. So the reason we can be sure there will be additional pandemics, whether manufactured using either fear and hype alone or actual bio or an actual bioweapon created for this very purpose is because the takeover plan, a.k.a. the Great Reset, is based on the premise that we need global biosecurity surveillance and centralized response. Biosecurity, in turn, is the justification for an international vaccine passport, which the G2 has signed on to, and that passport will also be your digital identification. The digital ID then will be tied to your social credit score, personal carbon footprint tracker, medical records, educational records, work records, social media presence Purchase records, your bank accounts, and a programmable central bank digital currency. Once all these pieces are fully connected, you'll be in a digital prison. And the ruling cabal, whether officially a one-world government by then or not, will have total control over your life from cradle to grave. We're already suffering under a pseudo one world government. We actually already have a pseudo one world government in the form of Bill Gates non governmental organization or NGOs. Kill Gates. They are making healthcare decisions that should be left to individual nations and or states, and they're making decisions that will line their own pockets, regardless of what happens to the public health wise. They coordinate and synchronize pandemic communication during simulated practice runs. And then when in the real world situation emerges that fits the bill, eh, their pre-planned script is played out, uh, played out more or less verbatim between the G20 um, declaration to implement an international vaccine passport under the auspice of the WHO and the WHO's pandemic treaty. Everything is lined up to take control of the next pandemic. And in so doing, uh, further securing the foundation for a one world government. 
ding, 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 ding. I don't have to tell you, but the Bible talks about that. Anyway, so as discussed in his 2021 article, COVID-19 dress rehearsals and proof the plan, the uh, the pandemic measures rolled out for COVID-19 were the culmination of decades of careful planning to radically and permanently alter the governance and social structures of the world. The medical system has been used in the past to drive forward a new world order agenda now rebranded as the Great Reset, and it's now being used to implement the final stages of that long-standing plan. COVID-19 was a real-world practice run and showed just how effectively a pandemic can be used to shift the balance of power and strip the global population of its wealth and individual freedoms. So there's no doubt in my mind, he says, that additional pandemics will be declared because they're the means to the globalist ends uh, to prevent this global coup. We need everyone to speak and share the truth to the point that you're able, to the point that you're able. Only then will our voices outnumber the voices of the propaganda machine. So Door to Freedom or DoorToFreedom.org, an organization founded by Dr. Merle Nass, has a poster that explains how the Pandemic Treaty and International Health Regulations, or IHR, amendments will affect life as we know it and strip us of every vestige of freedom. Please download the poster, and I'm going to put it in the links below, guys, so you will have that. And also put it up in public billboards and places where communities share information. And I'm going to post that link, guys, um, uh, in, in the description of this podcast. So um, this ought to tell you how crazy everything is going. But one thing you know, we didn't kind of expect was the WF is also talking about misinformation, disinformation, um, about how they're not in control. They're losing control of uh, the trust that people once had in them, except for all the sheeple people. <laughs> Those are the people that still have trust. I got a 15 chap, 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 give me the chap, chap, chap. You got to take it to the 15 chap, yeah. Those people will still follow them hook, line, and sinker. You know, but for the rest of the world, you know, people are like waking up to the truth. Like, what is going on? What is going on? Um, kids, teenagers, young, healthy, 18-year-old athletic guys do not just drop dead. Girls in, in, in athletic don't just drop dead. Athletes don't drop dead. You know what I mean? Um, I, I went back and did some research. I think it was over the last prior three years to COVID-19, you know, 2020, three years prior to that, globally, 50 kids went into SARS, which is uh, sudden cardiac arrest. 50 globally last year alone 1800 18 one, eight, zero, zero, died from sudden cardiac arrest huh. well gee must be in the water <laughs> they have no intention of telling you the truth what i don't know look at the explosion of cancer how many people do you know personally now that have cancer they didn't have cancer before this and i'm not just talking just like you know oh cancer i'm talking like matt quit growing fast you're dead cancer within three months you know what i mean like stage four right before they found it like you were fine one day and a week later you're like whoa i got cancer i mean folks how often is and they're always the injected people you know and then they lied about that too. I remember, I remember the falsehood of our our government. You know, our, here in our in my own city, Emerald, Texas, with Daniel Ginger Nelson, and they had like the little two hospitals over there in the city. But I was like, my lord, and I, it just angers me so bad. They're saying like, and they had like a list of the people have been vaccinated, people unvaccinated. You know, they has a little running tab going in the ICU. How many of them were dying? Well, they were lying. The truth was, the ones that were vaccinated were dying, and the ones that were unvaccinated didn't die, folks. Wake up and smell the deception. 
<laughs> Jesus said, be ye not deceived. Oh my gosh, I just never thought I would see all this happening. I know you guys didn't either. Oh, well, my hour's almost up, guys. But um, I tell you what, uh, now get your nose in the Bible. Get your nose in the Bible because... um. That's the only truth. That's the only truth. God told us all these things were going to happen. He told us, hey, this is going to happen. This is what the world's going to look like. You know what I mean? And um, be prepared. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Go out and tell people about Jesus because it doesn't matter what pandemic they send on us. Our eternity is way better than this world, okay? Our eternity is with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's going to come back. He's going to make everything right. You know what I mean? But until then, you know, if you were to die because of a virus or you got hit by a truck or a meteor hit you in the head when you walked outside, I don't care, whatever happened. If you were to die, if you were to die without Christ, that's terrifying. But if you were to die with Christ, you close your eyes here, you open your eyes, and you know the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whoa, what better? What better could be? Like the Apostle Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. And he was like, oh, what should I do? Like he wanted to go and be with the Lord. So don't let death terrify you okay death is man death is like the i mean the best thing that could happen to us you know um i always want to go in the rapture though because i'm just kind of personal i kind of want to go <laughs> the lord to come and take us home oh but anyway uh with that guys i'm gonna get out of here so get in the word of god let the word of god get into you and maranatha lord jesus maranatha may today be the day that the lord jesus comes and takes us out of here ah Glory to God, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. And may God bless each and every one of you.